Welcome back into Straight Up Sports. I am your host, Devin Albertson. It's been a while since I've done one of these, um, so just bear with me a little bit here. But I just feel like there's a lot kind of going on, and I just want to kind of get some stuff off of my chest. I mean, I've, it's been a while since I've done a podcast, so I feel like I just need to express a little bit here. Um, so for eight-man football, I'm going to start out with, um, I'm in the process of building a website for that. Um, I kind of put it out on Twitter a couple weeks ago that I was thinking about doing it a little bit and everything that I wanted to do with that. Um, just give me one second to look up that tweet real quick because it's been a while since I've even kind of looked at it. But I want to do kind of what the Missouri 8-man page used to be um, with a couple of differences on there as well. Um, while I look at it, I do feel bad for the seniors who are going to play in the Missouri 8-man All-Star game. It's a great time for them. Most of them will put on the uniform for the last time, play football for the last time. I feel bad they're missing out on that opportunity. I like going to the Missouri 8-man All-Star game to, first of all, interact with the players who I've covered the last few years, um, the coaches, everybody puts that. Coach Healy does a great job, along with the rest of the staff there, of just putting that together, and they deserve a lot of props. So even though it won't be happening this year, um, I still think they do a great job putting that on every year, and they're thinking about scholarships, which is great. Um, so it's disappointing it didn't even happen, but a lot of things have been canceled due to COVID. So it is what it is. I just want to give them a quick shout-out of all the hard work they put into making that happen. And I know they wanted to have this for the kids this year. That just wasn't feasible right now. Okay, so what I want for this website, and I might need some help getting someone. I need mean, to talk to Coach Healy or something, see how what he used to help design the Missouri 8-man football coaches uh, website, which – kind of went under the last year. Uh, they kind of put everything to max preps at this point. But I want to do something that's just eight-man specific here. I would Everything would be scheduled beyond there. So the total composite schedule also, it'd be each team would have a certain, like, mini page. So you go to a team's mini page, their schedule would be on it. Um, it's probably just a link to max preps. I don't know if I'll have the ability to put all their stats on there as well. So, but it's the one-stop shop where you just go to this website and then I can send you to the correct links for whatever information you want to find for eight-man football. Um, like on the home screen, I want uh, the eight-man football Twitter thread to be on there. That way during uh, Friday nights, there'll be a scoreboard, there'll be the Twitter thread. It's all right there in one spot. So if you want to look at it, it's like, okay, here's – what we're tweeting out, these are the updated scores. I'm going to try to update them when I go to games and everything. I'm not working for KNIM this fall, um, so I won't be doing that. But I'm still – the plan as of right now is for me to at least go to games. I'm not sure yet about whether I'm going to be able to do a, like a web broadcast. That's the ultimate goal is to have a web, broad, web broadcast. They're on that homepage too, so you'd have a link to the web broadcast you can listen to while you can see the standings. In the Twitter thread, and I can kind of talk not only about the game that I'm watching, but also what's happening in the area. So it's not a true radio broadcast, but it's going to be maintained on the game that I'm at, but also extrapolating a little bit and talking about what's going on in 8-man around the state at that time. And this way, I'll have a little more freedom to go to whatever game is the best in the years past. Um, and it's not... 
really a bad thing, but KNIM, we had to go to certain amount of West Nottawa, Northwest Nottawa games, a certain amount of Platte Valley games, a certain amount of South Holt Nottawa Holt games, a Mountain City game in there, a couple Stanberry, North Andrew, and you just had to like mix it, a couple Worth County games. You had to like intermix it. You try to get the best games, but also you had to know you had to get all the teams two or three times that are really in your listening area. So I never really got to see Albany play. I didn't get to see Southwest Livingston play a whole lot. At all until the state championship game, I didn't get to see any of the teams down south play. So I was <clears throat> watching games and I was able to consume a lot of eight man, but it wasn't the games that I necessarily wanted to go to. Um, but this year, I'm living in Kansas City now, living in North Kansas City. So where I'm at right now, I'm about an hour and a half from Maryville. So if I want to go into any of the northern schools I'm used to covering, two hours I think is to Worth County. Into Albany, I think maybe Pattonsburg, those be Rockport, East Addison. Those would all be about two hour drive. That's probably the max north, which is not bad. I could do that, be there for Friday night games, and still make it to those games. If, say, it's a big game, EA versus South Holt Nolly Hold, or Worth County versus Albany, it's, or Stanbury this year, supposed to be, I think, to be up and coming again versus North Andrew. I can go to those games and it's not too far away. But also, if there's a game down south, say Appleton City has another really good year, and they're playing Drexel, who just made the semifinals this last year, I can go down to Drexel and watch that game. Or Appleton City, it's like an hour instead of a four-hour trip. So that's another great thing. With me moving farther south, I can get to any game I really want to. Unfortunately, this probably still eliminates me from going to like North Shelby games or Schuler County is coming down. Those games are still going to be a little bit too far away. Probably a little too far away unless they come um, to the side of the state. But I can truly pick the best game that week and go to that location. That's my kind of goal. I'll probably have a rough schedule set at the beginning of the year that probably a week out. So say if they play on, I don't even know what day it would be, Friday the 10th, whatever. Probably the week before they would that week, I'll probably put a Twitter poll out there like, hey, which game should I go to next week? Which game do you think will be the best game for me to go to? And that will help kind of guide my decision to which game I'm going to go to. Uh, this way I can do like a true game of the week that I'm actually at. Um, and I want to also say, six minutes in, it's probably too late to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Thank you for everyone who does when they do see me, um, whether it's wherever I'm at, and you bring up eight-man football. Like I was, um, my cousin Parker, uh, live and good, his mom is the superintendent over at Tarkio. Um, he was playing down here in Kansas City, and so was um, his little sister, Anna Lee. Um, they were playing softball and baseball down here in Lenexa and Belton. So I decided to go to their games this past weekend. Cool. I was there. Someone stopped. Like, hey, we talked for probably 20 minutes during the, watching Parker play just about eight-man football and who's going to be good this year and what we kind of think was going to happen with all the COVID stuff. And that's just – the fact that I can go two hours away pretty much and this still kind of comes around um, kind of gave me an extra umph to keep this going. I know I talk to Anthony Crane all the time uh, for the forum uh, in there in Maryville, and he's another guy who just loves eight-man football, and we talk it consistently back and forth just because, duh. I mean, what else we could talk about? It's COVID time. Um, and I really enjoy that, and there's coaches who do reach out to me. We kind of talk every once in a while so I can get, still get a feel of what's happening a little bit. And I put that tweet out on May 24th, so it's been a few weeks since I tweeted that out. And I've had a couple people actually text me like, hey, what can I do to help support this? 
And as of right now, I don't know yet. Because I need to figure out how much everything's going to kind of cost. If I need to buy an iPad or something to help this. If I need to buy a data thing. That way I don't have to use my own data so much. I can just use that so I can stream better. and It'll be a little better stream. I'm not sure what I'm going to use yet. But the plan is to do something. And I got a couple of um, days to do that. But yeah, that's what I want. I want standings. I want schedule. I want a news feed on the website I'm going to put up or attempting to put up at this point that I don't care what the publication is. I don't care if it's a, the forum, if it's not a news leader, if it's St. Joe News Press. Uh, I know Warrensburg has a paper. doesn't really matter to me. If any paper or publication puts out an eight-man story, if you guys let me know about it, or unless I see it first, I want to put it on our site. That way, you come to our site, you see six different stories, and I want to have, I'm trying to figure out a way to put tags in the bottom of them and say South Lake Hill was mentioned in the story by the Mountain City News. You go to the South Lake Hill web, they're team specific under their drop down menu. You look at the Spartans, you click on them, and they'll be like, their team. Like their schedule, coach, what they've done the last couple of years. Maybe I'll – I want to do a history thing, but I don't know if I'll be able to do that the first year just because there will be so many moving pieces. But that's the goal is be like, hey, this is their schedule. This is their team history. Here's a link to their stats on Max Preps. Um, coach Peterson, their assistant coaches. Um, there's the um, addresses for both schools if it's a co-op. That way you know where the stadium the, – the field's at. I kind of want to do that as well, so you don't have to. People don't have to go to Google and find it. They'd be like, "Oh, well, Spartans, well, they play right there, three eighteen South Taylor Street." Weird that I still know that, but I went to school at Naomi Holt, so it's ingrained in my head. Um, and that way, it's all the information is there. And at the very bottom, like somewhere on the page, there's a news section like related news, Quinlan Player of the Week at Mountain City News, whatever it is, Landon Poppet Mountain City Player of the Week, Saint Joe News Press said, um, Gladstone for Worth County Player of the Week. That way it's all there. I want a power rankings tab. That way the state rankings are always right there. That's what I want. That's the goal right now. I'm still trying to figure out the ins and outs of how to build this website. The thing I'm using right now, I don't love it, so I don't want to publish it right now because it's not what I want. So I need to find something better to kind of mold the website with. So we'll kind of see what it can come with. If you guys want to throw ideas of what's if anybody's made a site in the past kind of like this, uh, what they used that'd be grateful because i'm still trying to do this on my on my spare time because i'm still working full-time down here in kansas city selling insurance um, but in my part-time i want to do this i want to i'm passionate about this and i want it gives me a little more meaning kind of going forward because this is for the kids and i know people have reached out to me and asked me are you still covering we know you're moving are you still covering it i the answer right now is yes i really want to because i feel like it's not only important for the kids, but it's also important to me to keep this thing that I've kind of built a little bit going because it's special to have something like this where people see you like, hey, they know, okay, I see Devin. I can talk about eight-man football, Division Two football, specifically, specifically the MIAA, the Chiefs, the NBA, and a little baseball. There's five topics right there. I know probably in that order, honestly of stuff that's like, hey, he knows this stuff the most. Eight-man, D2, Chiefs, NBA, probably some college football in there too, uh, Division One, And it's like, hey, if I want to talk to him, 
go to Devin with that stuff. And that's what I kind of want there. I, I found a niche. And I like where I'm at with it, and I want to keep with it for me, but also because the kids that I've covered, let's see, I've done, I did three years at K&IM. So I've been covering eight-man football for these kids who are going to be seniors their entire high school career. And I feel like I can keep doing that because those kids deserve something. And especially this last year, you see how important each year is for a kid whenever something gets taken away from them. And I'm really hoping we have actual – everything's kind of back to normal by the fall. We can have football. Things can get back to normal. Some sort of normal. I don't know if it ever gets back to the original normal, but some type of normal. That's my hope right now. And that's what I kind of want to do with this. So this is a little podcast of me kind of thinking out loud and kind of putting something to a recording of what I want to do. And I kind of outlined it in a quick t- tweet. Um, but that's what I want um, to kind of do. And I'm not against someone coming in and helping me, say, giving admin privileges to a couple people like, hey, help me update the scoreboard. I know the people over at GRC.com, they do a great job updating their scoreboard. If I want to give them an admin, like, hey, you guys see any GRC scores, feel free to add them to our site too. And then at GRC.com, if they have any extra stories or certain history about teams, I'll put links from my site to their site because a rising tide lifts all boats. I'm not out here be like, hey, I want don't go to their site, only go to mine. No, I want my site to be the central hub that can send out to everybody else because I want as much coverage kind of built up and discovered for everybody. And it's easy to find. That's my kind of goal with this. Cause I know where to go to get eight man information, but player X from certain school doesn't really know because they've only had their kid in there for two years. And they're like, I don't know where to go for this stuff. I don't know where the good place to find information is. I just be like, hey, moeatmanfootball.com. That's what the website's going to be called. It's not published yet. But, hey, go there. All your information is going to be there. If you want to see something on Twitter, go to moeatmanfootball on Twitter. It's the same branding. It's the same everything. A centralized thing. And that's what I kind of did with the power with the state rankings. Got the media guys together. Like, hey, all kind of come together. We're going to vote on these. Because they have a writer's thing for every one of the 11-man classes, not the 8-man class. So instead of having my power rankings and Anthony's ranking the Daily Forum, the News Press had their rankings down south. It's just like, hey, here are the state rankings. This is the best we can do. This is me and a bunch of other media guys kind of coming together and forming a voting thing and pushing it out there. That's the best thing I could think of. I think it worked really well this past year. We never got out of final rankings. That's on me. Um because I was starting to coach at that point, so I got a little bogged down. November was crazy for me, which is – I was crazy busy in November. Um, so that's on me, but everyone knows Mount City was one. The second spot could be up for debate from last year, not going to lie. Um, I probably would have put EA too. I know Livingston made the state championship game, but I feel like Mount City is too tough of games in that playoff series where they're um, at North Andrew and at EA. I covered Mount City pretty much throughout their entire playoff run, and those were the two games. I didn't cover their first game where they uh, can't remember who they beat in the playoffs. Rockport, I think. I didn't cover that game, um, but I covered their last three games in the play- four games in the playoffs: North Andrew, EA, Drexel, and Livingston. And the first two were their toughest ones with North Andrew and EA. They just were. 
Um, so I probably would have put EA2. North Andrew had a discussion. Livingston would be up there. Pattonsburg, North Shelby. It would have been interesting to see how they all would have kind of um, ended up with all that stuff. Um, also, congrats to all the seniors who played last year. I know I said this last year at the end, but hey, they deserve an extra little shout-out for everything they went through for their senior year graduation, no track season. A lot of these guys who played traveling baseball seasons are just now starting instead of starting back in May. They deserve a lot of credit for persevering through this very weird time. I don't know if I would have – it had been weird if I had to go through this as a senior in high school for every, for all of a sudden the school year just to be cut short abruptly right after basketball is pretty much over. been really weird. So they deserve a lot of credit. I feel bad for the guys who haven't been, who weren't able to play in the All-Star game. Congrats to the guys who are going to play at the next level. Um, you guys know who you are. If you want to send me stuff of like to like right before the season starts for college football, either players or coaches, if you want to send me like, hey, so and so is playing here, then we do a little player spotlight maybe on the website. Like, hey, make sure you guys don't forget Graceland this year. They have three Mountain State Panthers on their team: T.J. Hopkins, Matthew Papa, and Dylan George. Make sure you're checking out Graceland on Saturdays if they're getting to play a little bit that you're following them and make sure you're showing them the support after they leave the eight-man because they're still re- representing eight-man um, as they go play the next level. To show that, Carter Crone, he's playing next level from Pattonsburg. Um, Mac Anderson, in the in the wintertime when he's playing for North Central over in Trenton, make sure we're showing some support there too because these kids who come from these small schools deserve our support following them up um, as they go next level in the collegiate career. And I don't care if you're rivals or not. I don't care. South Holt, Nolly Holt, Mountain City, rivals. Those three Mountain City kids, I expect the Spartans to be like, hey, hope those kids do well because it makes us all look good as well down here as well. That, hey, we played against those guys. Now they're doing great at the next level. We kind of prepared them for that, whatever it is. Because we're a kind of community community here with eight man. So even if you're rivals, worth counting Stanbury. They've had kids go next level the last few years. You got to build each other up going through it. Because you guys all know the struggles that comes to come from a little eight-man school. Population 140 and below for most of them. Some of them are 60 or below. And to have kids go to the next level is very impressive. So just remember that. Support the kids who are going to college. Um, so whether this is guys who are currently playing in uh, collegiate sports uh, whether it's football, basketball, track, if they played eight-man football, let me know. We'll spotlight them again. They deserve some spotlight on Twitter, even if it's just from an account with, I don't know how many followers, um, Moit Man account has. We'll see. Let's just go check on that. We haven't checked on that in a little bit. Moit Man, almost 1,200 followers. And when I'm recording this, we have 1,179 followers, which is fantastic. Uh, let's get to 1,200. Let's bump it up 20 more followers there. Um, and see what we can do to get up to 1,200 people following that. Heck, my own personal account only has 820, so you guys like 8-man football more than you like me, which is just fine. I'm fine with that. Uh, but thank you guys for listening to this, me droning on for 20 minutes about my plans for this year and everything like that. But I just want to make 2020 football season for the kids as good as it can be. And I feel like with my way I'm positioned right now, It'll be the best year yet covering eight-man football. So we'll see how that goes. Thank you for the support. Um, if you have my number, send me a text for ideas. Uh, you guys have me on Twitter. My DMs are open. If you have me on Facebook. Messages are open. 
blow my phone up if you want to. Doesn't matter to me. Um, but I'm ready. Uh, we're getting to the middle of June now, so we'll have July, and then football should be back coming in August, and I am pumped about it. Um, also, I don't know, I haven't heard anything about the Albany team camp, if they're even allowed to do it, or what's going on with that, but I'd be interested to see what they're kind of doing for that. I haven't heard anything yet, so just where I'm at. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to shut up now. Uh, you guys have a great rest of your week. Devin signing off from Kansas City.